So I'm like blocked by Megan McCain. Honestly, what a feather in your cap. I know. I know. (laughs) I'm blocked by the most vile people and I love it. Welcome to the Bad and Bitchy Podcast. I'm Erin. I'm Erica. And Erica, it's been a it's been a minute since we've connected on this podcast. Oh, but we connected on Tuesday. We sure did. We sure did. We went for drinks. It was great. Saw each other in person. Yeah. What a time to be alive. Yeah. And I'm back on my I'm back on another 30 days. Oh, for Lent? Mm, yeah, let's call it that. Okay. <laughs> That is 40 days. <laughs> well, you know what? You had been saying that you taking some time off drinking uh, was great for your skin. So think how good it's going to look at the end of this. This is true. It's been great for my skin. I've leaned out. So I got rid of like the bloat. Mm-hmm. And um, it's, it's had a domino effect because I actually am eating better. So I'm not eating the foods that would naturally go with drinking. Yes. And so, and I'm drinking more water. So it has a domino effect. And so it's been good. So I'm back on it. Mm -hmm. All right. So just a little housekeeping, make sure you subscribe to the podcast as a paid subscriber. So you get full access to all of our episodes, including interviews with Minister Marcy Ian, MP Greg Fergus, and of course our favorite uh, radical feminist author Mona Eltahawe. Uh, we've got plenty more interviews coming up in the coming months that you definitely won't want to miss. Erica has been, of course, busy running the world. Um, <laughs> she she has um, her Hill Times column, which you can check out on the Hill Times if you have a subscription, or you can check all of the unpaywalled versions at notinmycolor.com. And then Erica also hosted an IG live for Black History Month with Oxfam Canada. And you can, there's a link in the show notes where you can check that out. And again, you only get access to the show notes if you become a paid subscriber. And then I have been writing for the Vancouver Tech Journal. So I have two recent pieces out. One is about women in Vancouver working in the Web3 space, which is like NFTs and the metaverse and crypto. And the second is a profile on the founder of Future Capital, which is a company in Vancouver looking to create equity in the VC space. And it was a really interesting conversation that I had with the co-founder Marlon. All right, Erica, let's get into it. This week in feminism, we're going to talk about basically uh, anything that isn't Ukraine. So because there is so there's so much other things going on that are getting lost and we really want to make sure that we bring those to the forefront just because I mean there's we just don't have the resources to kind of talk about Ukraine and as always we want to give voice to marginalized people and that is about a lot of the fuckery that's happening under the radar at the moment. That's right. This podcast is intended to center marginalized voices within a political and pop culture space. 
Um, and, and so I think when it comes to Ukraine, you know, I, I just think that that's something that everybody else is talking about. Everybody else has opinions on and ideas on, and we just want to just kind of steer away from that and um, not oversaturate con- content mm-hmm. by just adding to it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, we're going to talk about some American things and an Ottawa thing. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And first up is uh, the Ottawa Police Services Board. And so this past week, three provincial appointees to the Ottawa Police Services Board have resigned and will be replaced after one of them attended the so-called Freedom Convoy demonstrations in Ottawa. (laughs) The Office of the Solicitor General says the three new appointees will be announced in the coming days, meaning all seven members of the board overseeing the Ottawa Police will have been replaced since the start of the occupation that gridlocked downtown Ottawa. Robert Swaita, one of the three provincial government appointees to the Police Oversight Board, attended the protests against the COVID-19 public health measures. Why is his name so close to swastika? I know. I, every time I see his name written, I, I just think it says swastika. I, I just... absolutely also agree with this. <laughs> so it's fitting. Yeah. <laughs> Um, So QP briefing first reported that Swaita attended the rally a few days after it arrived in Ottawa on the weekend of January 28th. When contacted by CTV News Ottawa, Swaita declined to comment on whether or not he attended the the protest or occupation or if his restaurant, KS on the Keys, donated (laughs) food to truckers. It's literally a place I've never heard of. It look, I looked this place up. It has pizza. It serves pizza, Asian fusion, and steak. That just feels that? racist. It just feels racist. Doesn't it feel racist? It's one of those restaurants. Looking it up on Google, it has one. Of, it's one of those restaurants. It's like a room with just a bunch of like tables that feels like a feels like a, a community center. Uh-huh. And getting ready yes. for art class. Yes. Oh my gosh, yes. With like, it's it has windows, but not enough sunlight to offset the darkness. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a photo of the fish and chips and oof, it's real weak looking. Look, there's some of the Asian food here. Um, I guess it's called Asian fusion, but it's like chicken balls and sweet and sour sauce, which let me tell you, not a real thing. So Swida would not comment on whether or not he believes he should resign from his role on the Ottawa Police Services Board, despite the fact that he had access to uh, privileged information regarding police tactics against the occupiers themselves. What? Yeah. So um, last week, the Office of the Solicitor General announced announced the three provincial appointees have resigned from the Ottawa Police Services Board and new board members would be appointed. The other two provincial appointees were Daljeet Nearman and Bev Johnson. And the mayor's office said that Jim Watson was not aware that Swida had ent- attended the protests. It's a real situation happening here in Ottawa. So how did, how did people find out? I guess they saw him. That's what I gathered. But he, okay. I assume he was in some sort of like footage or photos posted online 
how did he think this is one arrogant motherfucker mm. that he thought that he was going to that that he was so brazen okay mm-hmm. to basically do like double agent duty okay and no one would find out like your dude yeah yeah <laughs> like i and then to not think that that was a conflict of interest at all and not comment on whether or not he thought he should resign which by saying you have no comment implies that you actually think you did nothing wrong in my opinion i think he thinks he did nothing wrong yeah wild yeah just again despite the fact that he had access to this privileged information like there's there's no way to know if he didn't tell them like uh occupiers anything wow Woo! white supremacy it's real messy <laughs> oh my you know you know why I'm laughing so I don't cry okay because I cannot believe the shit show that is the fallout from this occupation like the whole the whole Jim Watson and his and his goons like Mm -hmm. taking over the Ottawa Police Services Board, mm-hmm. the resignation of Slowly, the resignation of, of Ralston King, mm-hmm. the first Black city councillor in Ottawa from the police, the, the OPSB, um, like Ottawa police donating to the convoy pro, um, occupiers um, and this guy now, like Doug Ford's provincial appointee to the Ottawa Police Services Board, was basically a traitor and hung out with them. Like, well, yeah, what did and he solic- tell them? What did he tell them about police tactics? Exactly. What did he tell them about the conversations that were going on? on the police board conversations that not even the public are privy to Mm -hmm. okay what did he tell them about his um liaison with the premier's office what did he advise the premier Mm -hmm. you know all of these things all of these questions has now come about and it just makes the police look worse Well, and the Solicitor General apparently has made some sort of comment to the effect of, oh, the new people who are appointed to the board will have the full confidence of the public. And I I just think, how is that possible? How is it possible that out of the whole board over the last four or five weeks has fully entirely changed and we're supposed to maintain confidence in this body? Exactly. Just get fucked. Ex- <laughs> like, kindly go fuck yourself. <laughs> but yeah, it's true. It's true. That's what's killing me. And I'm just like, wow, this 
this whole apparatus is more corrupt than I thought it was. And that's saying something. Anyway, that does it for this week. We'll be back with misogynist of the week. Yeah. And make sure you become a paid subscriber, badbitchypodcast.substack.com. So you get access to the show notes, the full episode, you know, some funny things that we say. Yep. <laughs> oh yeah. And uh Erica, any any parting thoughts? Uh I am about to start my weekend, so hell no. (laughs) (laughs) And we hope you all, I guess this is coming out Monday, had a good weekend and got to start yours early. Oh, yeah, that's right. It comes out Monday. (laughs) I hope I had a good weekend, too. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Erica, I will talk to you later. All right. Bye. Bye. That was a great. 